Before we get into today's episode, I just want to give one quick reminder and no, actually two quick reminders. The first one is if you have read Allergic to Average, go leave a review on, on Amazon. That would be greatly appreciated. If you have not read it, go jump in. Like I had a couple hit me up yesterday. Um, they're going through it together and they have been loving it. Like I'm telling you, the stories will keep you engaged. It's a quick, easy read, but you're going to leave inspired, ready to go after what you want for your life and leave behind the comfortable that's behind you. And that's what we're talking about in this podcast today. It's all about growth and the book's going to help to kickstart that for you. Welcome to the Habits of Success podcast, where we talk about different habits and how you can use them to change your life. My name is Ian Warner, and I'm your host. And uh, today we're going to be digging into part two of the laws of growth. And uh, I just wanted to make sure that we covered some basic principles, um, really coming straight out of uh, John Maxwell's book on just making sure that we're we're, we're growing. Because um, as I said yesterday in part one, the point of habits are not the habits themselves. Like there's nothing that comes from just writing every day. Like you write every day for a reason. You work out every day for a reason. Like you're doing these things for um, something bigger. And what it really comes down to is growing so you can achieve and and, and reach a certain goal, getting better at things, improving, um, expanding your skill set, all that type of stuff. So the 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 next two that I um, it's actually kind of three that I, I I want to focus on, but I, I think two kind of fit together really nicely. But the first one is is, is much more obvious, and I've talked about this all the time. But it's a lot of consistency. Um, you know, I always say that motivation will get you started, but consistency will make sure that you finish. Motivation will get you started, but consistency will see it through until the end. There is no doubt in my mind that one of the biggest problems and roadblocks that people have to achieving uh, the things that they want to achieve is that they lack the consistency to do it. They are not able to show up and do it day in, day out, um, no matter what the deal is. And uh, you you see this with like working out, right? Uh, when people make all these New Year's resolutions in January, gyms packed in January, you get to February, March, and people are just falling off, falling off because they can't stay. They don't understand the law of consistency. They don't understand that the payoffs come from showing up constantly, from showing up day in and day out over a long period of time. Um, a lot of people will destroy their bodies by eating poorly, sleeping poorly, um, not working out, not taking, just not mentally taking care of themselves, and they'll destroy themselves over years. Like it'll happen over decades that people are doing this, and then they decide they want to work out, and they think that they can reverse all of that stuff that happened with a week or a month of, of working out. And it doesn't work that way. If it t- if it's taking you a decade to create the problem, it's gonna at least take a decade to fully get rid of the problem. Um, and that sucks, but uh, it's just the truth of how things work. Um, the law of consistency uh, without it, right? And I think that's sometimes how you have to look at um, things that you're, you're you're looking to learn or to to bring to your life. It's like, what is what will happen if you don't have it? Well, if you don't have consistency, you can have all of the other laws, but at the end of the day, nothing is going to pay off because you 
are great at just starting. Like you get that motivation to be like, yes, I'm going to start a business. I'm going to start a podcast. I'm going to start working on this thing. I'm going to, you know, try and get into med school or whatever. And then you start, but you, when it's required to do the little things like study or to, to learn a new skill or whatever needs to be done to reach that, that new, that new place you want to be, um, you don't have the, the consistent behaviors to improve and expand to get there. So then the next two, they, they really kind of fit in together, and that's the law of pain and the law of the rubber band. Um, so the law of pain is basically that, like, how much you grow really comes from how you handle bad experiences in your life, um, negative experiences, how you handle pain. And then the law of the rubber band focuses on the fact that you always need tension. Like, there's no tension, there's no growth. And, like, these are two different laws, but I, I combine them into one because – they're they're both on the same thing like pain and when pain is in your life it's giving you um it, it's creating tension and the law of the rubber band is basically saying like a, a rubber band won't fire anything forward if there's no tension if it's just like loose then it's not gonna it's not gonna work but when you stretch it bam that's when it fires and, and launches things so for your own life you need to be in situations where there's tension that pull and and that almost pull you back and a lot of times that's what pain does so when i think about where, where where I learned all these habits, where I started ingraining this stuff when I was, you know, 12, 13 years old, I was young. And it was because I broke my leg. I had I, I one of the most painful things I'd ever gone through. I had a spinal fracture in my tibia playing football, had to have surgery on it twice. And that went into my high school career. So I ended up missing a few seasons of football. And honestly, that's what really put me on the track road because um, I still played football after that. But I, I just missed a couple seasons and it just kind of changed how my, my trajectory with sports. But the, the point I'm making here is that the pain forced me to make a change, but it was also creating this tension in my life that it was like, I was waking up like, man, coming back from this injury is way harder than just training for a sport in general. Like anybody who's had a major injury will know like rehab is hard stuff. It is no joke, and you're you're often in a tough mental state because you're not able to do the thing you want to do. It's tough, but that pain. Um, I took a negative experience and found a way to say, okay, this is something I don't want to go through again. How can I flip this and 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 get the positive out of it? And that's when I started building habits of eating better and sleeping and really taking care of myself, stretching every night, um, putting in work in the weight room to to help prevent some of these injuries and all these things. They came in after that injury. And um, I stayed consistent with it and made sure that um, and I made sure that everything that I was doing in my life was being consistent towards what I wanted in the end. And that's where, again, that's what really good um, habits come down to. It's like you're you're able to choose the thing you want in the long run over what you want and feel right now. What we want and feel right now is a death trap because we're emotional creatures. Like whether you think you're emotional or not, like we want things now that we want food now. We want this now. We want to watch this TV show now. Um, but we don't think about what and where we're going in the future. So I think the combination of these two things is, is really important. That that consistency with whatever you're doing will help you grow. But the the pain of the the experiences you go through um, create that tension that is 
the the rubber band, like it's just that tension that's gonna just launch you forward. But if you don't have that pain, you don't have like you 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 if you're feeling too comfortable in life, that's the problem I have with people being comfortable. And you see this like you just get in the rut, right? Where you you make a solid amount of money, like you make enough to pay your bills. Like this is this, this is actually the the problem with the middle class in general. Like when you're poor, you're like, look, man. Like that will give you the motivation to hustle and get out of a situation. When you're rich, you already know how to go about doing it. You have the access to the resources, the people, the funds to make things happen. But when you're in the middle class, the middle class gets comfortable. Like that's what they should call the middle class. They should call it the comfortable class because it's the people who are like, look, I make enough money to pay my bills. I make enough money to get a, to get a car, get a little house, and I can do all these little things. I can go out to eat every now and then. Like. I'm just good. Like I'm in a solid spot and you just get so comfortable that, that, that tension on that rubber band just slowly starts to let up to the point where there is no tension. And when there's no tension, there's no growth coming from it. You have to stretch that, that rubber band. You have to stretch yourself. You have to push yourself. And a lot of times pain is the catalyst that will do that, but you can find plenty of ways to do that on your own, to challenge yourself, to be better, to do things you didn't think you could do. And when that stretch happens, now you have that tension needed for the rubber band to launch you forward.